just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Democracy works best when we all vote, but misinformation and confusion about election procedures have resulted in low voter turnout. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, takes the guesswork out of the voting process. How to Vote is easy to use and helps folks from all over the country overcome many of the process barriers to voting. Democracy Works is committed to helping you vote no matter what. Their tool, How to Vote, does just that. And these are some examples. You can sign up for election reminders, see what's on your ballot, get step-by-step -step assistance requesting your ballot, explore your options for returning your voted mail ballot, check your voter registration status, find your polling site, and make sure you have the appropriate ID. Listen up. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at how to dot vote yes decide when and where you'll vote this year at how to dot vote please go check this out now hey everybody this is brandy j a voice to be reckoned with season three what is up, everybody? I'll tell you what's not up. The coronavirus. Today, we're going to be talking about, not talking about the coronavirus, because I'm going to give all of us a break. <laughs> Somewhere you can go and get some good content. With a break from the corona. We could use it. I mean, overwhelmness, I need it. To regroup, just go ahead and regroup. So I got some questions. Okay. So let's go ahead and call this tidbit here. Questions. First question, people. In God, we trust. What does that mean to this country? Why do I ask? We'll check this out here. So, you know, way back when I did the, uh, the piece on the ban of prayer in school that came from 50 years ago and was revisited, you know, and, uh, it was put, plainly put out there that prayer was banned, you know, like in um, schools, public schools, and, but I still noticed that people were still exercising it, but there were stipulations and they still are. So basically you, the, the students, they can definitely pray. You know, they could pray in groups and all that and they can initiate the prayer. But the ones that cannot participate in the prayer is the staff and yeah, teachers and staff. So 
can't have anything to do with the youth and anything to do with it. You know, the, them and their, their praying or their prayers. So, basically, you just have to stand apart. You can't initiate it. You can't pray for anyone. You cannot public show public display of prayer. Of course, pray for your food, over your food, and, you know, your personal prayer, but should not publicly be in a outright display of prayer amongst others not even amongst other teachers but students may now this is this way because this completely goes against the first amendment right okay but as far as teachers since they are basically considered the uh in this situation, the government, they're part of the government, you mean they're like, no, we don't, because basically, with the government, when it was banned in the first place, the government is saying that praying and public display of prayer in school is unconstitutional. As far as I can get, every time I try to find a reason for it, how is it unconstitutional? I'm sorry. How's that unconstitutional? I don't get it. Explain to me more. Why do you feel this way? Um, so for teachers, it's like, eh, eh, a no-go. But students, all for it. Because it messes with, you know, First Amendment rights. But since you're an employee at that school, teachers, they consider you them. Like, we don't condone it and you won't do it then that takes, you know, out the, the staff and the teachers. So they can't, which I still find very odd. Like, why not? You know, uh, can't talk about, you know, religion or faith or God or any of that stuff with students. Um, and I think the only way that religion can even be a a part is if it has to do anything with like history or anything like like that to say okay so if student asks you anything about religion and all that stuff and that you are not to involve you are not to partake or you give your thoughts and views or opinions because they say that teachers are there to educate and to teach the curriculum Okay. But there's a lot of things that also go along that aren't the curriculum that we're able to touch on. But that one right there is no go. It goes against the first amendment, but also they find it prayer public praying schools to be unconstitutional. So that just goes to show you first amendment will put in place the protection of religions. So therefore came along and was like, uh, I don't like this, and tried to find a way to make it work for them, but it, it couldn't get around that, you know, you know, uh, First Amendment, but yet, they find it unconstitutional, so that's crazy to me, right? So, um, the goal, you know, 
you don't have to have Bibles. I, I have faith books with me all the time. I haven't, I'm pretty sure I've had like a mini Bible. I, I'm just saying. I don't see why I can't have my Bible with me. Now, now that's going a little bit even further. What, what, what's going on here? You know, it's a little bit deeper than what you, you know, you're making it seem. It's way deeper. What's the agenda? What's the problem? Okay, you got it. You don't want us to engage. That's not what we're here to do. We are not faith-based teachers and ministers and Sabbath and Saturday school teachers. Got it. Okay. But, uh, I can have my Bible. So when you scare, I'm going to open it up and read something. I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, but okay. You know, you know what the students can't. But then it's like, well, you know, they can amongst their groups and all that. But then there was parts of saying that they were uncomfortable with Bibles being in school. And then they had a whole thing. I forgot what day it was, but there's a whole buy, bring your Bible to school day. So, anyways, long story short, students can exercise their praying, you know, praying and everything amongst themselves and in groups. Um, in the beginning, when I first came about this, it had a little bit, it had some other stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there were schools that were actually, uh, you know, um, basically having. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Situation, you know, with that, you know, with not being able to practice their, you know, faith, faith, and their religion. And um, I think there was a switch up there a little bit, but they still stuck, you know, to some of it. And now saying definitely not teachers. Before it was. Students. Now check this out. So does that mean parents too? So I remember there was a time I had to tell a parent like, hey, but you know, he was going to leave the kids and the friend. I said, oh, no. You know what I mean? But can a parent come up to school school with their children and hey, let's get into this prayer circle before we, you know, we start the day. What's the problem? Okay, check this out. Question. Now you do know we have this uh, flag here that represents our state. And let's see. There's the Pledge of Allegiance that goes a little something like this. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. To the Republic which stands one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all did you just hear what I just said there people (laughs) under God so these same folks okay our state our country, I mean, I'm sorry, our country states that we are one nation under God, 
But at the same note, you say that a constitution, am I saying unconstitutional, to pray publicly in schools? We are like one nation of God, as well. Liberty and justice for all. Oh, it's convenient then, but you have a problem with praying to. You have a problem with that. I don't understand why that would be a problem, but let me go ahead and check on that and let you know that the uh, person, uh, we'll see, sorry, a little trick happened here. I can find it again, but he was a few things. He had a back, he had an uh, educational background, but he was also an atheist. He was the one that set forth with the, the band 15 years ago. He's with that emotion. So I was like, hmm. And he had some other things, you know, like uh, articles and uh, literature that he had, you know, put out that uh, basically stated that his argument of, you know, what, there is no God. So, uh, totally see where that came from. But who revisited that stuff now? That's the thing. 50 years and and years ago, right? And then now, is it a family, relative, <laughs> um, like, is it, is, is this coming from that same, you know, is it an atheist? Is it, you know, because what's the point? Do you think, what was the reasoning of the person back then and now? Why do you still feel this way? But at the same time, our pledge of allegiance in our nation is under God and indivisible, liberty and justice for all. But to pray constitutional, that's a freaking malarkey. Then check this out. You have on the dirty, dirty dollar bill, green, dirty money, and God we trust. Do you, do, do you? I have questions. Do you really trust in him? Because if you do, why are you trying to push out? Hmm. You know, um, I was talking with uh, someone the other day, and they said to me, well, maybe because it, some people don't believe in God or pray God. Okay, well... So what does that mean? So we push them out for their convenience? That doesn't pan out. That leaves out people that do. So who's it's surfing? If you don't believe, then just don't. Doesn't mean that you don't, you don't get to exercise. You know? Our, you know, our First Amendment, right? You know? Because uh, other folks don't. So that, But that doesn't equal even it out. Like, okay, we can't do that because not everybody does. So let's start. Well, so a lot of people do. And uh, here in the great old United States of America, God we trust. Okay? And one nation of God, we're indivisible. Well, obviously, that's a load of crap. And then the person I was speaking to 
had said. You know, well, yeah, well, we got on the part of, of the flat and the, um, of, you know, pledging, you know, the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, to the flag and you know, all. And, you know, some people just find it so, like, offensive if you don't, you know, acknowledge some trying to do. This is my opinion on it. If you have a problem with it, don't look at it. Don't say the pleasure of allegiance. Sit down. I don't have a problem with somebody that's not comfortable or doesn't practice, you know, people we have rights here, okay? You know, play, uh, living the flag. What, who is to tell someone that they, they have to, okay? We have our own thoughts and minds and Hangings, and some people don't really feel like that flag stands for what it says it does. That's that's just what it is, and that is that anybody's right to decide for themselves. Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. Go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choices to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on election day. This election matters. Make sure you have a plan to vote and vote informed. This year, with changes to polling places and vote-by-mail laws as a result of COVID, it's more important than ever to have a plan to vote. Local elected officials affect our lives every day. They decide who to prosecute, monitor the quality of our drinking water, and choose the leadership of our schools. 30% of voters take the time to vote and then leave some part of their ballot blank. This is a missed opportunity to choose the leaders of our communities. It's okay if you're unfamiliar with some of the more local positions. We recommend hosting a ballot party. Get together with friends over Zoom. Split up the research and go through your ballots together. Go to BallotReady.org. Go to BallotReady.org. B-A-L-L-O-T Ready.org. Enter your address to make a plan to vote and vote informed. Go to BallotReady.org, please. This is very important that you vote and you vote informed. Thank you. If they're, you know, going to, because let me say there's nowhere that says it's, it's a law that you have to. So I want to piggyback and say there is no law stating that there's uh, that you can't parade publicly in school, but the government does find it unconstitutional, but they still keep in place that teachers cannot. <clears throat> hmm. But yeah, the, the flag, I mean, why we gotta go around and just and stuff? Don't apply, let it fly. If you don't want to put 
still want to salute, still want to honor, then don't. You know, if you don't want to have a relationship with God, then don't. But it shouldn't stop other people for, you know, me from having to, to, to not because of others' thoughts and opinions. And it's basically, well, they don't do it. It's just like a lot of other things. But that right there seems to be a problem. So many things that you, you in question that you can talk about and address in public schools, but yet something that brings together and, and, and heals, you know, communities and a nation, uh, a positivity uh, to, um, you know, the this the God of this our God that our country supposedly says that you know that they're one nation under and that uh, that they trust it but yet it's a part there's a problem with praying to them in places. Yeah, anywho, that's just her <clears throat> bullcrap for a whole hidden agenda. That's to boot out moral consciousness. That's to boot out someone. Okay, check this out. So. If you push out the push out God because your God can't be pushed out okay but you know what I mean push out especially in schools young minds impressionable that you can push in so many other things that many that are of you know that believe and trust have faith in God would not do or would have a moral grounds to know if that's something that they should do or would or, or, or is okay or not okay. You know what I mean? It helps build character and guide someone in a positive, undestructive path. So if you push them out, and they don't know, then they don't know any better but to accept whatever you bring that their way because they don't know anything about God. You know what I mean? They're not looking to the, to the Heavenly Father. You have to just become their God, if that makes any sense. You know, unless their family has very strong backing, you know, and you know, and they're walking up. Because everybody's walk is different. Some people are religious. Some people just believe in God. You know, religion, God. You know what I mean? That's a... They don't always go together. Some people, you know what I mean? Some people just have a relationship with God. There's a word. It's called... Where it starts with an A. <laughs> where one is not religious, but they have a relationship with God. That's what that is. Um... 
But those are, are my questions there. What's the deal? What's the agenda? What are you doing? Why are you pushing out? And the only reason why it's questions to me because I don't push anything on anybody that they don't, you know what I mean? Everybody, your choice. You know what I mean? I'm not ever up against, you know what I mean? someone saying you should believe that's not you know that it's not my get down at all whatsoever you know you have the right to believe and think what you want to but my question stems from the fact that we have our country standing on in God we trust but yet we don't show any respect or any you know, we don't implement or put, you know what I mean, in anything. It's like people just pushing them out, you know. So, just waiting for the day when that is removed. So, you can clearly get a better visual of the eye of the triangle. Makes sense to me. I mean, not many probably really thought about that, huh? Yeah. Questions. But that's all that was. Just questions, you know, hey. You don't don't know nothing unless you ask, right? Close mouth don't get fed. I'm not pointing fingers or saying anything but what I'm saying, right? Not like it's gonna make a difference. It's been going on for how long? But I'm just saying, hey, what the hell is that about? <laughs> um, crazy, right? So many other things I could touch on with that. That I know that I don't know if everybody knows what they're trying to bring into the schools and push and put onto the uh, Common Core. But yeah, when I remove prayer but that's a whole nother you know what I mean because you know I really don't do religion and politics and stuff like that on my show but at some point it's unrealistic to not really touch on it in some way when it affects you know what I mean like in this right here whether of religion religion based show or a politically based show those two just happen to intertwine dealing with First Amendment and some students in a school. See how that's all, you know, came together. And then check this out. You know, a lot of people are uncomfortable and the things that do not bring to a social table or talking is religion and politics, right? But do you notice how in this topic right here, they were both together? crazy right usually they're like separate together I just keep that out right now got double whammy but not arguing with anybody about who's religion what's what I just saw that that never was anything I was talking about I was just pointing out what's obviously set forth it's basically like someone saying one thing but representing a whole other and it's like huh but you uh said you know what I mean that this is what we stand for and then the other side it's like 
。对，是这样。So we don't talk about that here. Like, no, we don't like it. <laughs> it was against so many things. Really? Still trying to figure that one out. When did hair ever become something that constitutional? That's a problem. Great goodness, pray for you know for. I mean, I don't know. It's not like anybody's like having any seances or you know、uh, you know calling in up any demons or anything like that. So what the hell? Anywho, let's carry on. But yeah, question. Um. Anyways, um, the I'm sorry. Just ooh, questions just was still just like circling my brain here. Can't um. Okay, I covered that. Now, as far as like what we learn in school and stuff. You know, and to this day, some people still feel the same way from way back, back years ago when they were in school about man. I'm going to tell you, shit got more complicated, and they're even—it's not even the same with like younger, like yeah, the first grade and stuff. Now they're turning the notch up with the expectations of math, and they don't create like a whole new type of—you know—I mean, it just gets iller and iller. And it's great for the mathematician mind, people like math. Math, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead throw a question mark on this too. For what? Why do I need to know all these different crazy ways to get this number over here, this number over here? And go ahead and just put a halt right now because you got this person on the side over here that's gonna say, "Well, you do need this type of math because because what? Because nine times out of ten, they gonna be a." Rocket scientists, or something. I mean, if they are, then they're obviously going to gravitate to that. But what about survival? What what about the things that you're going to actually use and need that can actually make you or break you in this world? If we're setting kids up to be educated and to be able to. Have ultimately a career education need a career so they can live successfully, be successful. So why aren't we having anything to do with teaching them about taxes? I mean, I don't, I don't think they're even really doing money anymore. They just be like, figure that one out, but they'll get tired and ripped off. <laughs> you know, enough. That's not even really. You come across it in the math, but it's not really anything that you know. But I guess when you are learning the basics of math, I guess that plays a part. You figure you add it up, but nah, you know, you know what I mean? Like counting money and stuff. It's, you look at kids of a certain age that don't know that that should know. You know what I'm saying? Like teenage age, you know. Telling time stuff like that, but taxes. 
debt, credit, loans, student loans, saving money. None of that. But yet you want to triple up with all these different numbers and, and regular this and this and that. You just get them all, you know what I mean, confused and sweaty and anxious because this is something that you have to do to be able to graduate or make it up. Yeah, some people are into that. They love it. They're the mathematician mind. We great. Not everybody wants to be a writer and a poet. I love it. I love to write. I've written things, published some things. You know what I mean? So that's what I choose to do with reading and stuff. Not everybody's going to do that, but at least they know the basics. They know how to read, comprehend, just like that. So why can't we have to speak? This is just as that. If you want to know all the other stuff, let give them a chance. Give them a chance to know. And I'm telling you right now, the quest, question, why is that? Debt collectors got to make their money, right? Can't have these, you know, future, future, future kids coming out here all nifty and, and credit ready and you know what I mean and all their P's and Q's cause they're putting people out of business we need you in debt honey we need you clueless so you can get these loans cause if, if you know about them most likely they aren't gonna get them hello <laughs> just say it but like really like come on we don't notice this some people don't even really think about it twice that's what I'm saying it's worse and worse cell phones people just heading the phone and stop thinking for themselves just kind of go with the flow. Accept whatever. Crazy, right? Anyway. And, yeah. Remember Home Ec? I had a little gist of it when I was in high school. I went to Patrick Henry. But, do they even do that anymore? Home Ec? That's pretty cool. You teach kids how to do something for themselves. How to, you know? And it's... it's it's positive it's education it's like why not you know so now they don't know how to freaking cook and all this stuff or they probably do because the parents have common sense to talk to them but let's just keep it one handed you know what I'm saying they don't really know a lot of that stuff and get out there roll their money fast food eat unhealthy have this this and that get people rich off of being unhealthy, going to the doctor, heads, minds all messed up, you know? Yeah, I can't fix that. <laughs> um, wow. I even think it'd be cool, cause let's just say, like, how, like, even like right now, with the corona stuff going on, just say, what if it gets, or got, or gets to the point where we're out of other things? Cause, you know, there was a point in this world where we didn't have, like, there's a point where they have washing machines. You know, kids be looking at, like, what? No phone? Uh, no cell phone? What? No phone in the wall? You gotta dial it with your thing. You know what I mean? Be acting all like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't get it. Or, I, I get it. It's a little shocking. But, like, this was, re- this was, you know what I mean? Realistic. This was this is real <laughs> you know what I mean so this really happened and you're not always gonna have what you have so why not let's teach them just in case they 
it becomes that way in the world. But you know, everybody, it's all about oh, going forward, futuristic with the computers and electronics, all that. Great and dandy. But right now, shit is shutting down. And just what if? Wouldn't that be great to have them be so self sufficient that let's just say they can't afford these things, but they got. You know what I mean? They're common sense and know how to use their hands. And they're not so caught up in like, oh my God, I have no washing machine. What do I do? Oh my God, I have no... You know, you do for yourself because that's how people took care of themselves in the first place before all these things came along. Washing your clothes out with your hands. Oh yeah, teach me about that. Show, I mean, I don't see the problem in that. I think that should build character. show them how to care for themselves just in case it's something comes along where they don't have all these things that are spoiling us you know how the girl, boy scouts when they do the fire and stick and you know all that stuff and stone same thing get that bucket over there then hang them up you know what I mean just get in the kitchen do this do that make, you know, I mean, why not? It builds character. Problem today, you got these kids out here thinking that somebody owes them something, you know what I mean? And and damn near lazy, you know what I'm saying? They just want to be on their phones and and be disrespectful to people. Uh, I still don't understand where the hell that comes from, because I know my day, smacking around, my mama came to school and had that ass, okay? You want some of this? Nope. I don't, mama. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Respect. I respect my mama. I respect all my aunties. I don't even think I'll get twisted with a, another adult, a teacher. But see, that wouldn't even cross my mind because that was embedded in me. Not just to respect out of fear, but, to, but I understood. You know what I mean? Because I saw it. Are you registered to vote? Headcount is a nonpartisan organization that works with the music and entertainment industry to get fans to vote. To update or check your voter registration status, go to headcount.org where you'll find all the information you need to be ready for election day. Are you registered to vote at your current address? More than 60% of eligible voters have never been asked to register. Headcount.org is working to change that. At Headcount.org, you can also check your registration status. Millions of people get purged from the voter rolls every year. Everyone should check their registration status every year. The deadline to register to vote in some states is as early as October 4th. So you want to check before then. You can also request an absentee ballot. Get info on early voting. Find your polling place or see what's on your ballot. Headcount is a nonpartisan nonprofit that tours with musicians to help concert attendees register to vote. But you don't need to leave your house to register or get voting info. Just visit headcount.org. Register to vote at 
headcount.org. Register to vote at headcount.org. H-E-A-D-C-O-U-N-T dot org. Because this matters. People got these kids out here, they 16, 15, just like, you know, they don't even mumble anymore. It's like, they just come out and say, what you say? I said, you get on my to full grown adult. And hello, who's doing anything? Hmm. So, just create a monster there. That's always going to connect out. And they ask, if you ain't got no respect for anybody, to, and, and you think it's cute, you have a rude, rude awakening. And if you're somebody, a parent, that's okay with her, think it's cute, think it's funny. All that is is just a cycle repeated. It's taught to you. That's I personally think there's got to be some kind of disability, some special needs type. That sounds like a, a, a disability to, to have that type of thinking. You know what I mean? This type kind of world. If you haven't figured it out by now, that it's not cute to have our kids out here being assholes, being disrespectful, acting like they just, mm, you know what I'm saying? Little thugs and stuff. Where they do that at? That's what I'm saying. It's, it's disability for that type of thinking. That's gotta be special needs right there. Anywho, I'm carrying on. But yeah, homemade, I think that definitely something. You ever wood shop and all that? Like, man, turn these boys into men and show them how to work with their hands. You know what I mean? Make it good to where they can create their own business. You know what I mean? They can use their own their hands. They're just on these phones and just be clueless. I, I, I don't know. What, 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 how do I do that? Where's that at? I can't find my sock. I can't find it. What are we doing? Why are we turning the wood shop to more help our men become a man and be able to provide for themselves. Question and a message there. But question. So he can't rely on himself. That's why. So he'll never know his own potential. That you have your hands that you can create. Let me tell you right now over in um, TJ in Mexico bad. <laughs> they know how to make some things, create some things. Very, very talented and, and just, you know what I mean? And that's what I'm talking about. But they have so many things that work against them because of you know, it just always seems like it's never fit. You have this one thing, not the other. You have the sugar, no, uh, no Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, no sugar. You know what I'm saying? The, the talent and the all that right there, but you don't have the, the you know what I mean, the means and the support and the, the you know, the backing, your, your economy, society, all that stuff, it's all messed up. People like to come here so they can you know, so they can 
you know, grow and, and have a business and do this, you know what I mean? But it's like crazy because people that actually live here, that live here from here, seem to be in a struggle. But that's a whole nother show. But question. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. Seriously, though. And another thing. You know, advocate for bullying. And this is a subject that is so huge. There's no, like, packaging it up. Because it goes so far. And so many things you got to cover. You know, people struggle, I know, a lot with kids being disrespectful to one another, fighting, please don't hit one another, this, this, and that, you know what I mean, and it's like, don't get me wrong, now, I know that kids have, or just, schools are just to, you know, they, you know, where they go to get their education for about day or seven hours a day, Monday through Friday, but, you know, and of course, parents should be doing, you know, obviously, you know, it takes a village, but I'm focusing school right now because they're there five days a week, seven, eight hours a day. That's a long ass time. Okay? So obviously it's going to be other things that you are teaching these children. Let's just keep it freaking real. It ain't just curriculum. Okay? Children aren't just robots. Okay? They have, they come with behaviors and emotions and all that stuff. And they're with, you know, teachers and staff all day long like your kids and you have to take care of them you have to help them grow so let's just cut the malarkey and stop saying that schools are just the thing to, to learn I guess if you're putting a robot in school let's knock it off think before we open our mouths okay <laughs> let's start teaching there's so many fun and cool ways first of all kids like fun stuff let's just get down to that level please don't say oh, it ain't fun if you want to get the task done, you gotta get down to the one. And the kids, that's they're about for fun. Education, I'm all for education being something exciting. Kids should be excited about education. I'll drive. If you want to be that person, then go find some dry folks. You're dealing with kids. These are children. Okay? That's it. And that's what they relate with. That's fine because it's, it's, it's too easy to make it. It's very easy to make it exciting. You want kids to be excited about education. You don't want them to be uh, because then they're going to push away from it and not want to learn. Behaviors will kick in that they will not go to class, all that stuff. So, you really got to think about, about, you know what I mean? If you want results, you want things to work, you have to work with what you had. You know what I'm saying? So that's that in a nutshell. When we are trying to teach children how to respect one another and kindness and stuff, you know how it doesn't just have to be nice to each other because blah 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 blah. Well, yeah, you want to teach them about empathy and all that stuff. There's so many cool activities you can do. Not just talk to them, tell them, you show them. You know what I mean? So many kindness projects that. Just the mind itself can think of. I know a lot of people will sit there and be like, well, I do is do, you know, you don't have a brain, you don't have a fun brain, a part of exciting things you can think of yourself. You're not going to go online for this shit, bro. 
Okay. Um, so many things I can think of right off the top, maybe, but I'm just saying, like, that show these kids because you have these, like I said, the bullying. You have these kids that think it's okay to tear down another student and, and talk about their shoes and all that, and so not cool. I tell my students, you don't know what this person's been through, what they go through when they're not here. You know what I'm saying? And, and to down someone because of what they have. Ooh, at least they have shoes on their feet. You don't know what type of life they live, what they're coming for. As a matter of fact, you don't have any shoes either. Your mother bought those shoes. So you just, I mean, so what are those? <laughs> you know, kids have that. What are those? You know, it really gets to me when I see kids do that to others and laugh at their shoes because, you know, they got the cool shoes on. And I blame, I blame that wholeheartedly all the way on the parent. Fine and dandy. If you're going to buy that kid, your kid, those type of shoes, make sure they're a child that, make sure you do your job. Put it like that as a parent. Okay? And don't have your child thinking, oh, they got to have these fresh shoes. And if you don't, then you're, you know what I mean? Because one day, what if you're not able to afford them shoes? And you got to be like, baby. You know what I'm saying? You're creating a monster, but you're creating, you know what I mean, someone that is ignorant. You're helping growth, you know what I mean, nurture ignorance and then showing them, you know, showing them what's real, right? That not everybody can have those things. And it's not even something that's really needed or necessary that you have to have. It doesn't make you at all. Expensive things don't make you. I know a lot of these kids run around and them in first and second grade talking about Gucci, Gucci, Gucci but all they know is like hundreds of dollars they can't spell it, they don't even know anything about labeling designers or nothing, they just been told that it's a lot of money you know and it's like dropping the ball somewhere are we you know I remember a good like one time though when I was little, I had a pair of Probics. I remember, but I don't remember exactly what they look like, but I had, you know what I mean? I had that time. I had to, but I had a good one pair. And that was it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And some ponies, I think. And that was it. And after that, I, I don't know. I just know that I had shoes, name brand shoes a lot. You know what I mean? Like, my mom didn't have us. With those shoes anymore, but we also knew we had we had character. We had we didn't think that we wore them damn shoes with pride. Okay, my mom always kept us nice and, and, and neat and clean. You know what I'm saying? And even back then, people would be like, "Oh, you got some clean," you know what I mean? Because hey, ignorance has a tendency to repeat itself and always will. You know what I mean? With the hopes of it getting better. And usually it does, but it doesn't go away. You know? But she always kept us in the top my mom always. You know what I mean? That's why I'm the way I am today. You know what I mean? Because that's how I was raised. But I also wasn't raised to think that I shit or think that I need to have this snacks. I'm a damn cheapskate. And go ahead and paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars for something. And just because of the price alone. That's the dumbest stuff I ever heard in my life, you know? So, um, yeah, no, doing that. But, 
their character. You have to get yourself know that not everybody can them because the money can afford those type of shoes. But don't basically don't let them make those things them. They're just items, nice items. If you can afford them, you can afford them. Some people can't, and it doesn't make them less dance or or just, you know what I mean or you bet you better than. And so I completely blame that on parents. That's why a lot of schools now are doing the whole uniform thing. And some of them even have this down to the socks and the belts and the shoes. So you just nip that in the butt. And I think it's freaking brilliant because I love uniform schools. You know what I mean? Because everybody's on the same playing field there. And, you know, focus in on that because people get into fashion and distracted. And then you get people that aren't wearing that seem to probably not have the clothes you have and now what you have done is you this child has to come to school and feel a certain type of way and not really focus on their education and then at the same time kids aren't willing to get to know one another because of what one is wearing you know and these things still happen now so thing takes away from it and I think it's genius because you're also getting kids ready to, to know what it's like to suit up and boot up you know what I mean for the for for the work field and you have to wear certain things and present yourself this way and I just think it's a good thing and outside clothes are a distraction you know very much so but yep Mm-hmm. Now, discipline, consequences. I'm just going to say, first of all, can we just have some? Because I don't really see any going around. Okay. Plain and simple. You've got to follow through. You've got to do the time. Do the time. You've got to, got to give consequences and discipline. You can't slip up can't let things slide by you've got to do it because that too will grow show and build character and that child will know boundaries <laughs> and know that if I do this you know what I mean until they are actually able to perceive the part of this is not a good thing to do anyway that's not what a good person does all that okay so, like, you really just can't cut corners. You gotta just do these things. You know, adults are just getting way too complacent and lazy. And it's like, if this is what you're gonna do here, then <laughs> you're basically saying, ah, give giving up on our, our future youth. I'm not willing to go 100% out there to make sure that doing the best to help. Because it's up to us to help our, to build character in our children. So I don't know hell you think it's going to do it to YouTube or what, phone? I don't know. But somebody, please, let's wake up here. Um, so on that note, everybody, I'm going to go ahead and wrap, wrap it up. There's so many more things I could cover. But, hey, I think I've given you enough right here to think about questions. And and a lot of things I spoke of afterwards, I didn't really do my question, you know, thing. But 
just go ahead on your own to plug it in there after everything I talked about here today. Because it's kind of like, what the hell? The world? What the? What the? You know? Let her do that at. It's all questionable. But, hey. That's what you get when you're here with me. And of course, we reckon with Brandy J. And it wouldn't be a day if I didn't have something pretty out there to say. I just say what I what's what it what it what things are. I just you know, I just say it. You know what I mean? Never trying to never hear disrespect ever. But I'm just saying. And that's all I'm saying. <laughs> But if we got more people willing to speak up and speak out and, and say and we started, you know what I mean, getting people to to talk, you know, about things and really, you know, talk, having conversations with amongst each other and our children, man, you know how that could change the game. Just change the game so much. We've got to start talking. We've got to start thinking conversations but uh it's easier for people not to do anything than to do anything right what's that say about you if that's you but if it's not you then come on let's start the topic I'm here I'm now but anyways I always say if it's respectful then we good and and legal not dangerous. <laughs> Anywho, thank you for letting me into your homes and your lives and in your cars and all. Once again, Brandy J, a voice to be reckoned with season three, and I'm out. Peace.